Welcome to Mitten Money, delivering insights from Michigan-based business leaders, big and small. William Zank, host of Mitten Money at TriStar Trust, loves nothing more than creating this masterclass so that you can get insight to guide your leadership journey in just under 30 minutes. Subscribe today and connect with William at mittenmoney.com. What's going on, everyone? Happy New Year. Happy 2024. I can't believe that it's already the new year. It seems like 2023 went by in a flash. And on Mint Money, we release over 20 new episodes covering a wide range of topics. Now, going into the new year, we're looking to go bring our A-game yet again and continue to bring you the best stories and business content around our great state. As we go into today's episode, I couldn't be happier to share a recent conversation that I had with Anna Bebo, who is the current owner and one of the many instructors at SoulFit in Bay City. She brings to us a high-energy conversation about her origin story and how just in her first year of business, the amount of success and the close-knit community that she's been able to build. So welcome, Anna, to Mitt Money. So thank you for coming on the podcast today. I can imagine it'd be easy for anyone, especially yourself, to go join any gym as a personal trainer. And so what initially inspired you to open SoulFit? Hi, I'm so happy to be on the podcast today. So I guess what inspired me to open up SoulFit, I was a personal trainer back in 2020, as well as 2019, and a little bit of 2021. And I love to personal train others. I love to work with people to move their body, feel really good. But I felt like there was a little bit of something missing. I felt like when I was helping out people, they were always trying to lose weight or always trying to look a certain way. And I just was like, gosh, I work out because I feel good. I obviously love those physical benefits, but I really work out to feel good. I do group fitness because I love to meet new people. So that's kind of when I decided I had this little bit of an itch to jump into something more. I started coming up with the idea of movement for the soul. It's nothing woo-woo or anything. I think sometimes when people think movement for the soul, they're like, what the heck is that? Because it's nothing that they've heard about in this area. But really what it is, is you're working out to awesome music, whether you're in kickboxing or you're, let's say, in a Pilates class and you just have that relaxing music. And it's just this good way to come to a class, maybe you're stressed, maybe you have a lot on your mind and you're able to work out with a big group of women and you're able to leave feeling super empowered and feel really good about yourself. And as well as you have all those really good endorphins flowing throughout your body. So that's what I like to say for movement for the soul. And that's why I decided I was like, Bay City has nothing like this. I know there's a few different group fitness places within this mid-Michigan area, but nothing in Bay City for movement for the soul. So I kind of played off of that whole phrase and tagline and then decided to open in March, 2023. Very exciting. And I could definitely see the niche opportunity that that you have with exactly what you just mentioned. And towards what you're saying, there's obviously a strong emphasis on serving women, but the specialization on your website, you know, isn't explicitly mentioned. And so Anna, could you elaborate a little more on that significance you attribute to focusing with this being your overall business approach? I mean, you welcome everybody, obviously, but towards specifically women. There's a lot of group fitness places that it's very much so marketed to male and female. And although I think that is amazing, there's not a lot of spaces that are just women. And of course we do have guys that come into classes. They come in with their significant other to yoga or to 
a Pilates class. I mean, I have a guy that comes every single week with his wife, which is amazing. But I think the way that we've marketed it is we've made it seem like it's, I guess, more women-based and it makes women feel really not so nervous coming into a class. I think they're able to be seen more and they're able to feel very, very comfortable going to a hip hop booty pop class and it be women only. We actually just made that class women only because I was like, I just want this to be just women. We want to be welcoming and we want to open up our hands to other people. But I think having our marketing geared towards more women, it just is that very inviting feel for people that might feel very intimidated to jump into workout classes. Sure. And does having that traditional open workout area that your fitness center has, that SoulFit has, help out with making people feel less nervous? You know, maybe they don't see, and this is just a prototypical, what you might see in a big, big gym, like a big squat rack on the side with heavy weights on either side. So when you walk into our studio, it's very inviting. We have our twinkle lights. We have our diffusers. It's just very, very welcoming in the sense that you're not intimidated when you look at the equipment. We have three to five pound weights because we do more like endurance stuff, like in our bar classes and our Pilates. And on top of that, it's all black. When you walk inside, it's just black walls and it very much so you get this calm feeling. I think when you go into like a gym, most gyms, you see this fluorescent light and you're just like, oh gosh, you know, especially if it's your very first time going to a class. And so I try to design the space to make it feel very relaxing. A lot of people, they work in bright lights all day long and I'm not a bright lights person. I love low lighting. My husband, he yells at me to turn on the overhead light. Sometimes he's like, stop turning those off. And I'm like, keep them off. I love the low lighting. It helps you to be more relaxed and less stressed. And when you walk into the space, it's wide open. We don't have a lot of equipment, but we do have some, like we have balls. We've got more of those stability balls. We have our small weights. We've got the Pilates ring and just very, a lot less equipment. And I think sometimes newbies can be really intimidated by that big squat rack. And although I'm all for like going to the gym, like I always tell people, it's great. Once you get into exercise and stuff, going out to the gym a couple days a week and then jumping in with us is always a good variety. And they're able to get the best of both worlds if the gym is what you want to do. So was that hip hop class that you mentioned a little bit earlier, was that part of witnessing some different fitness trends that you may have been seeing out and about in the community? Or is that more so you have people that are coming and you're like, man, I really wish that we could do more of these types of movements. So I actually did see a little bit of videos on Instagram of fun adult hip hop dancing classes. And one of my instructors, Katie B, she actually was in dance. I think she said like at age three, and she's always just been in loving dance and she's an amazing dancer. She's good at teaching it. And I think she taught at one time as well. And she mentioned to me when she first came on to SoulFit, she's like, I would love to do like a hip hop or just like a fun dance class. And I was like, no, like our area isn't going to want that. I just kind of brushed it away. And then people started, I guess, hinting to me that that would be something that would be good for SoulFit. And then I was like, all right. And then when I saw the different videos, to other studios, I think in Florida or wherever it was, were doing the hip hop dancing, crazy dancing. I was like, gosh, 
we should just do it. So then we decided to do it and we have a disco ball in the studio. So the lights are all turned off. We turn on the disco ball and it's just a fun party. We'll play some fun music. It's kind of like you're at a club, but you get taught how to dance. It's kind of like a line dancing when they teach you like two feet to the right and then you're doing this pose and then you're doing this. And I'm not quite the dancer. So I kind of leave that to the other girls to do that. I'm more of the Pilates instructor. So I have yet to come to one of her classes. I've only sat at the front desk through them and they were always a hoot. Everyone is always laughing. The music is really loud. And then they leave and everyone that leaves the studio, they're just smiling ear to ear. I've gotten so many people, like so many other small businesses that are just walking along the stretch of Washington Ave and they see people getting into their cars and they're just lighting up all smiley. And I'm like, that is what I'm trying to create is just that little slice of heaven that people get. For someone like myself, social media doesn't come easy to me. And so for yourself, small business owner, When you're trying to think about, I mean, you obviously have this really, really cool product being this hip hop dance class, but how do you go about connecting with your audience to let people know, hey, you know what, this is available? I mean, is it through trying to post more, trying to post during certain times, the content that you're looking to push out? You know, maybe TikTok might be a good answer. Help enlighten the audience. So honestly, I've tried TikTok and I can't do it. I've tried it and I love Instagram Reels. I can keep up on Instagram Reels. Instagram and Facebook is where we're at. I really try to push word of mouth. I own another photography and wedding planning business. And I really try to push word of mouth because you tend to get a lot better clients. So we do offer like referral. You get like $5 when you refer a friend and then they get $5. And we try to really push that referral network because I feel like you're going to get a lot more people that already trust you coming into it. They're enjoying it. I don't know. They're not so worried before they come to a class or whatnot. And then on top of that, like, yes, I try to really work on social media. I try to, as far as like what to post for booty pop or those type of classes. I think when you post like behind the scenes of what the class looks like, people can kind of like see like, oh yeah, they can envision themselves in that class. So I think that has been one of the biggest things is like even just testimonials. We recorded a girl saying like how much she loved booty pop when she was back in the area visiting and stuff. And she loved it. So it's those testimonials, it's behind the scene videos, it's videos explaining how to do exercises. I think if you can kind of educate your audience before they come, I think they're going to feel a lot less worried when they go to step foot through the studio. I could certainly see that. And I could see that obviously the environment has a lot to play, or at least that's what it sounds like with SoulFit and the success you've seen rather than working out for 5.30 in the morning, a nice dark basement, it's lightning music's playing. It feels like you're in a club. And so there's obviously been a rise, or at least this is all through me looking at different news articles. There's been a rise of virtual workouts and fitness apps. And so have you ever thought of adapting classes to helping fit for that type of demographic? Or I guess, how would a business really try and connect with that change? Because obviously you have this lane that works very well, but that's going from in-person, which is what you're really skilled at, to kind of branching into a, a new area. So during COVID, I actually ran a personal training business called Train by Anna. And I started that when I was only 19. And I did that for a couple of years. And then when COVID hit, I did a lot of virtual classes. I mean, I worked out three days a week virtually with my clients and they always met up with me. And although they liked it because it was very convenient, it's nothing like the in-person experience. I personally have a Peloton. I love it. And I like to say, do virtual workouts one to two days a week. That's great. 
but I think you'll never get the same experience unless you're there. When you're at Soul Fit, there's that music, the smell of the essential oils, the laughter. You don't get all of that in your basement. We've definitely had a lot of interest in virtual and I keep pondering it in my mind. I mean, I have a studio upstairs that would be perfect for recording it. I keep pondering it, keep pondering it. I keep asking more and more. Let me know like what kind of workouts you're thinking of. Would you want to do more like health coaching? There's just so many things to think about before I go to offer it. But I think it's definitely something I want to do in the next couple of months, just because there's a need for it for the people that are 30 plus minutes away. There are some people that come to our studio that are 45 minutes away because they come for the experience, which is so cool. And I love that for them. But if they could like almost do two virtual workouts a week and then come with us once a week, just because more than once a week, that can be a lot with driving and whatnot. I had to think about how we're going to make it a little bit different than most places. For example, Peloton, they're online and they're kicking butt. We'll have to think of a way to set us apart almost by including some of that health coaching in there, because that's what is going to separate us on the market for virtual fitness. Since you can pretty much get it anywhere, you can get it, you know, all the way in Florida or all the way across the country. I'm sure you can get something similar to SoulFit. I'm really happy that you brought up health coaching because behind health, behind being a healthy person, working out only means so much. There's a lot of different things as it relates to nutrition and mental health and other aspects of holistic well-being. And so does your fitness center provide any educational workshops as it relates to that? We actually do a health coaching workshop at least once a month with our health coach, Katie, and she owns her own business. She's great. And we always are brainstorming different workshops at this month, actually in December, whenever this is getting put out, but we're putting it out in December and it's called Gratitude and Goals and it's a yoga workshop. So they're doing yoga. Then after they're talking about different goals and I don't know exactly how she's going to set it up, but she's just amazing with that. We really want to connect that mind, body, and soul. And I think a part of that is going to be that key component, which is that health coaching and really trying to help people with like the mental health side of things and just feeling better about themselves and spreading that positivity and spreading that. I don't know what other word I'm looking for, but you can kind of know what I'm talking about in the sense. (laughs) Absolutely. And something that I've been dying to ask as a question, I have not now, this is just for myself. I work out of my house and maybe I'm the wrong audience, maybe picking on the wrong person here, but I've seen that you guys actually organized Soulfit a hike in the upper peninsula outside of Soulfit in Bay City. And so how in the world was that thought of executed everything in between? Because I think that's such a cool idea to bring. I mean, that's a testament to how close and how well you run your business because clients trust you. Okay, I'm going to go up to the UP, which is, gosh, I think you went six or seven hours away from here. Hike with a bunch of strangers. Can you just describe that whole experience? When I started SoulFit, I wanted it to be very mind, body, soul in the sense that you get connections from people, you're building friendships, you're able to feel good from within, get out in nature, because nature is a big thing and just your mental health and feeling good. And all of it is a full circle, like it all works together. And I love hiking. 
my husband and I, we love going out to Colorado and we love hiking Utah, wherever that is. Marquette is my go-to place. Like we love Marquette. We go up there a few times a year and I just love going up to pictured rocks. And I wanted other people to experience that with me. I did a retreat for photographers back in 2020. I'm trying to remember my dates. Gosh, I think it was 2021 or 2022, one of those years. And it was so good. We were able to go and go to Marquette and enjoy taking pictures of these beautiful models by the water. And then on top of that, we were able to just enjoy having this retreat. And so when I opened up SoulFit, I was like, we have to do a retreat. And I'm launching more in towards SoulFit retreats. Back to your question with the whole, why did they trust you? Well, I have to say, when you post about it and you get excited about it, and a lot of people at SoulFit, we all kind of know each other very well. We're a close-knit community. They don't really, I guess, second guess it a ton. They're just like, wow, that sounds great. My friends recommend them. So I guess it's fine for me to go. We actually sold out in like 24 hours for that one, for that backpacking trip. I actually have been on that same exact course back in like 2018 with my church. Hopevale's got like a ton of backpacking trips and stuff. And so I already did that whole thing before. So I thought, wow, like this would just be great to be able to bring everyone together and do this. And so I think there was like 12 or 13 girls that all went, including me. And I personally love to help plan it. But when it comes to actually like executing it, I feel like I need someone else to help me. And lucky or not, I was able to find someone to help me out with that. And I've got a wedding planner that plans out elopements. And she now is my planner for all of these retreats. So she helps me with the brainstorming and she helps me with executing the day of. And so she was there to kind of help facilitate and make sure things run smoothly. But honestly, I feel like we all did it as a team. And that was the cool part. There was no real, real leader, I guess. <laughs> we all kind of just chipped in and helped out. You know, we're able to cook our meals together. We were able to go that extra mile that was like so painful at the very end together. We hiked about, I think it was like 15 miles or something over like the two day stretch. And we all took a van up together. It was a lot of fun and it was so crazy. A lot of us didn't know each other. We were all came in very blind to it. And, and it was also what I thought was crazy is a lot of people actually didn't even go to SoulFit. Some of the people, they were friends with people that went to SoulFit or they heard of us or they were friends with me through another one of my businesses or whatnot. So it was just this time where we were able to just literally go in as strangers and then come out as soul sisters, I like to say it. So we're actually diving full into soul retreats, like I said earlier, and we have a retreat in February, beginning of February, and we're going to Upper Michigan and we are staying in an Airbnb cabin in the woods and we're having a winter wellness retreat. And that is going to be so much fun. We're going to have journaling. We're going to have setting out your goals for the year, vision boards. We're going to have, there's a hot tub, sauna, outdoor hikes. It's just a time to like unplug and be able to get out in nature, meet new people, set your intentions for the year since it's really close to that January mark and just be women. So I'm really excited. That's something that I really want to continue. We're already going to be planning out the spring retreat. We're planning to go to the west side of the state. We found something on where you can surf. 
So we're like, that is so cool. So we want to get in wetsuits. And I don't know for sure if we're going to do that in April. I know it's going to be kind of chilly. So we'll have to see our winter wellness retreat sold out in like 24 hours. So that was pretty crazy. So I'm hoping that we can keep this rolling every quarter and we can have one pretty much every season. So people can look forward to either there'll be repeat coming to the retreat or it's someone new that was recommended. Certainly. No, it sounds like a lot of fun, not only from a quarterly perspective, but being able to go build out and kind of spread the word, spread the message exactly towards what you mentioned, building more of that community, people, I mean, even outside of regular clients. I mean, that's all super amazing, which I think what's more amazing is being able to go balance everything that you do between soul fit between the photography business that you mentioned earlier. And so how do you try and manage your time effectively to make sure you can juggle soul fit the quarterly retreats, everything being a business owner on SoulFit, but then also on the photography side as well. So I think one of the biggest things is really trying to humble yourself and say that you can't do it all. You have a lot of strengths in yourself to do so many different things. Like you're running all these businesses, but you also have some weaknesses. And I think when you hire out those weaknesses, you're able to grow more and you're able to scale more and you're not so stressed. So for example, I was able to find an amazing photo editor and she took care of all of my wedding edits. And I also do regular sessions, but not as much. I try to not do a lot of that and really focus on wedding. And it's amazing. Like I have so much more time to do a lot of things and she's able to do that and enjoy that. She works from home. She helps me with other, you know, virtual assistant type work that I need. So I think it's finding the right people to work alongside you and try not to think of yourself as like inferior, but rather your team. So the other people that work with you, you're a team, all the soul fit girls. Like I only teach two to three days a week and I'm able to do that and still run a great business because I give trust in my instructors, knowing that they're going to get it done. They're going to enjoy it. I really want to build businesses where I'm more of the manager and I'm more of the person coming up with the ideas, the entrepreneur behind it. I'm less of the doer, like the person that's actually doing the skills. So I run the photography wedding planning business and then soul fit. And I hope to open up another couple in the next five years, whatever that looks like and whatever I'm feel called to do. But it took a bit to really figure out that. I don't even know if you want to call it balance, but that just being able to make the businesses busy, but not make myself busy. So that's where I've kind of been at lately is I'm able to take on interviews. I'm able to dream again. And I'm able to do things because I'm saying yes to the right things. And I'm stop saying yes to a million things that aren't going to bring me forward to like where I want to be and the goals I will have and my mission and everything like that. Sure. No, that definitely makes sense. And proper delegation can get you a long ways, whether it pertains to personal, professional, and everything in between. So I appreciate mentioning that. And so now, Anna, switching over to the rapid fire part of the podcast, what would you say is your most important daily habit? And I think I might know the answer to this. So I always love to exercise. And some days my body might not be feeling it, or sometimes I've got a lot of work I need to get done or whatever. So if that happens, then I'll get on my Peloton and I'll put my computer on the little desk thing that I bought for my Peloton. So I try to move my body every day. And I like to tell people it doesn't always have to be going to an exercise class. It can simply be walking or vacuuming for 30 minutes or cleaning. 
just moving your body. I love to wake up to movement. I don't really like to work out in the evenings. It just isn't my thing. I'll do it if I have to. Another thing too, is I like to have a healthy breakfast in the morning. So I like to either have a superfood smoothie. Yeah. I feel like that's the only thing I have in the morning, either a superfood smoothie. And then later I'll have something healthy like eggs or whatnot. That is always something good. And I always like to pray in the morning for the day and like set an intention. If I'm not too stressed, I feel like there are days where you're just like, let me just do today. But when it's an everyday thing, I like to like lay in bed and cuddle with my dogs and just pray for all the things that I'm thankful for and be blessed for what I have. What's your favorite TV or streaming show you're currently watching or have recently? My husband and I are like binging Breaking Bad right now. That one's real good. We kind of go in and out between different Netflix shows and you kind of find your one that you like and then you find that it's meh. We're on Breaking Bad right now. We're season three. We're almost done. If you could remember for just one thing, what would it be? I think that would be giving someone an opportunity. I've tried to give a lot of new people that want to get into either the wedding space or fitness or whatever that looks like an opportunity. I look at people and they, for example, my wedding planners, they don't need to go to college for something like that. They just need to be really good at planning a wedding and really structured. And so I give them the opportunity. So one day they can soar their wings and they can go do other things, but yes, opportunities. I love that. And for those people who want to learn more about yourself, Anna, or Sulfit, or maybe the photography business, what are some good resources for the listeners out there? As far as Sulfit, you can go on to www.sulfitmi.com, or you can visit us on Instagram or Facebook. We're all on social media. And then as far as like Creative Grace, my business is called Creative Grace Co. And you can find us on our website, creativegraceco.com. And then on top of that, We are on Instagram. Gosh, I have so many Instagrams. We have a wedding planning Instagram, which is creativegrace.planning. And then we have a photography, creativegrace.photography. And then I've got a photo studio. So creativegrace.studio. I think that's about it. So we're kind of a little bit everywhere. But once you bump into me, you go to either one of the pages to chat. Perfect. Thanks, Anna. And thank you, everyone, for listening to another great episode of Mint Money. Please don't forget to follow our podcast so you don't miss when new episodes drop. Thanks, Anna. Thank you. I appreciate it. You've been listening to Mitten Money, sponsored by TriStar Trust. Subscribe to the podcast and learn more about how William and the TriStar Trust team can guide your small business at TriStarTrust.com. <laughs>